Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Get Trashed. You know him, you love him, my co-host, Clarence Riley IV. Hi guys, how are you? Pleasure to be back here on the couch with you again. Uh, this is another, ooh, I'm going to change, so I, I, all right, I got an idea. Instead of Let's Get Trashed, because you know I have my In the Can episodes. That's right. Um, when Clarence is on the pod, we're going to call it Let's Get Blacked Out. We're going to call it blacked dot. Wait. I'm actually being told that that website is taken. Black yeah, we're, dot. We're, yeah, we I can't know. actually say it. You got to stick with mine. You got to stick with mine, uh, which is just a. Uh, <laughs> we'll call it redacted. Hashtag blacked out. We Let's get let's get blacked out. That's the funny. Uh, yeah. Let's get blacked out. I love it. It has to be some it has to be a play on words of my own title. I endorse this. Okay. Um, folks, welcome back. It feels like it's been a while. Um, the episode that I put out this week, uh, I hope you all enjoyed the In the Can episode, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jimmy D and I recorded. That just came out, uh, yesterday as of when I'm recording this. And, uh, so it's been a while since I've recorded something, so I'm glad to be back. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me, man. You know what? Uh, if you hadn't sent me for our, $300 in the mail, I wouldn't be here. So thank you. For our audio listeners, Clarence is once again doing that weird thing where he's just staring at the camera. It's not weird. I'm connecting with everybody you're, out there. You're sitting forward. You're sitting up. You have excellent posture. I have to. And you're staring at the camera. I'm looking at it, and you know, it keeps blinking right back at me. And anybody else who's not giving us those views and seeing this, please just sign on for one minute and give us a like and a follow. Give us a like and a follow, people. Smash uh, the shit out of that like button or that bell icon, whatever it is. Yeah. I haven't. Uh, at some point, I'll try to do a, uh, you know, I went to the mecca of podcasting. I went to Las Vegas for Skankfest, Las Vegas. <laughs> All the best podcasts were there, especially including me. The top podcasters in the world just getting together, a melding of the minds. Um, Let's get trashed and then the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing for our viewers, not our listeners. <laughs> what I did with my hand there. Uh, I don't know. It would be fun to do a, a, a Skankfest Vegas recap, but I'm not going to. Instead, we are talking about film today, and we are talking about a... I don't even... I, I looked up his name. Let me figure out how to say this dude's name. Uh, the film, obviously, as you've read from the title, is Bullet Train. I read it as Bullet Rain. <laughs> By David Leach. Yes. David yes. Leach, who I looked him up because I wanted to see who he was. David Leach, he, um, he's the same guy that directed uh, Deadpool 2. And uh, and also, interestingly enough, he directed Deadpool 2. He didn't direct Deadpool 1, but he did direct the short Deadpool film that they leaked in order oh, to, the original concept film. Yeah, the original concept film, which was just uh, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool sitting on an overpass, and he falls, and he he 
he's saying a silly monologue and then he jumps down and lands on the car and kills a bad guy or whatever. It was like a three minute film that they paid for and and presented it to uh I guess Marvel or no Fox. They presented it uh, to Fox as like, let us make this movie. And Fox was like, no, we're not going to make a rated R superhero movie. That's stupid. Um, and so even though they filmed this teaser, Fox shut them down. They leaked it. Ryan Reynolds had it, you know, quote unquote. Somebody he, Ryan Reynolds shaped yeah. leaked it, essentially. Yeah. Le- they leaked it. It got an enormous response. Um, I mean, it... it that footage got like a huge response. People went crazy for it, and they they used it like, "Hey, I know I know this got accidentally leaked, Fox, but people love it, so give us the money to make one." And then they did. And um, Deadpool, the first Deadpool was like that was directed by Tim Miller, not David Leach, which is right. what you were saying. But David Leach that was directed. He directed the, he directed the leaked the footage. original concept. Yeah, proof of um, concept. Right is what it would be called, I guess. Uh. And then that movie became like one of the. I mean, percentage wise, it was like the highest. It was the highest grossing rated R film ever. Yeah, and it was. And it, also, it was well done enough to where they justified the existence of another. Well, after it. and and I mean, importantly, it obviously wasn't as like high grossing as some of the biggest superhero stuff because it's rated R that like cuts a big portion of your audience down. Of course, but. It was low budget enough. Like the amount of money it made compared to its budget was pretty good, except for the fact that Hollywood doesn't really care about that. Um, if you if you you know if if I spend one million and make ten million, that's like a that's ninety percent return or whatever. Right. Um, but they don't want ninety percent return. They'd rather you spend five hundred million and make one billion. Right, right. Like they're looking for their they're, next Infinity War or their yeah. next Endgame or whatever it is. For sure, but the the just the Hollywood accounting is like fifty percent return on investment is better. If they just don't care about the they don't care about the percentage, they only care about the actual gross numbers. And so, however you get there is better. Yes, and um, a lot of this actually factors into a lot of my thoughts about the movie at hand that we're talking about, including oddly enough, Deadpool two, which is something that I want to point. I want to talk to you about. Really? Yes. Well, yes. go ahead. Look, go ahead. Let's start there. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember Deadpool two. I remember I watched Deadpool the first one several times. I think because um, I thought it was really funny and it was it was really good. Um, the second one I just saw once. Uh, I don't. I I remember a couple like the gags of it. I know they had. Uh, oh, I think Brad Pitt was in that, and they killed him in like a second. That's that's actually that, that was one dovetails of the, really nicely into what was, we were going to talk about. That was one of the jokes was that Brad Pitt was a was a superhero that it was all hyped up. Oh my god, I can't believe so and so, the the white parachute guy is going to be our super. He's he's going to join our team. And then he dies in like one second in like a funny way. And it was also it was Brad Pitt, which is also like a funny thing to get superstar Brad Pitt and kill him in one second. Uh, that's like a yeah. So Brad Pitt that's their in, equivalent of a joke in it, superhero world. In Deadpool two, Brad Pitt p- pl- uh, plays a character called the Vanisher or something along those lines. Uh, I'm yeah. sure the internet will correct me, but he plays a character called the Vanisher. 
he's invisible until the last three seconds of his appearance in that movie because he grabs an electric line and his powers start freaking out and you can see him right before oh, he dies. Oh, yeah, you see him get electrocuted. Yeah. Uh, that's the only time you see him and it, it's like a... You see, like, his skeleton, like the x-ray type thing. That well, yeah, it, it yeah. kind of, like, flexes through, and right. you do see his Brad Pitt face. You yeah. do see that. That's right. That's what the joke was. Yeah. Um, and Oh, sorry. I was just... Did, what, uh, yeah, what else do you got on Deadpool 2? Well, I, you know. it, that whole sequence, because there's, there's this part in the movie, big spoilers, by the way, from this point forward, well, I guess. Hold on. For, for you're, you're already spoiling. Let's wait a second. On, okay, all right. We'll, we'll hold off if, on it, but yeah. there, is a, there is a really cool little... Like Easter egg that I noticed in there, which I thought was oh, I thought another, was nice, and I didn't know that the guy who directed this was the same guy who did yeah. Deadpool too. You're talking about the comparable cameo, uh, not that necessarily. There's something else. It was just it's it's actually more insignificant than we're we're building it up to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a yeah. The uh, but yeah, I don't there, there's something. I don't else think that's that big. Of, I don't about. think that's big of a spoiler of the uh, the Ryan Reynolds cameo. No, no, no. It's not that. Oh, one. you're talking about something else. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Uh oh, we'll get to that later. Ryan Reynolds may or may not be in this movie. He has a, he also has a three second cameo in a Brad Pitt movie, the same way Brad Pitt had a three second cameo in the Ryan Reynolds movie. Both of them by the same director, and, and it makes you think: Have they ever been in a movie with each other before? And it doesn't then make like, me think that. It doesn't make me think. It that made one me bit. think that at first with I, Brad Pitt in there, and I'm like, has he ever been? I don't. I don't give a care whether they've been in a movie together i don't uh, give a heck it uh so what i do want to talk about before we get into a little bit of little bit of plot synopsis a little bit of uh talk we'll talk vibe okay immediately and, I, and you know what you know what folks very important maybe i'll even cut in if i i'll go i'll go back and watch it myself and maybe i'll even cut in any poignant uh points i made but that should I, be a segment. I talked points. about this film before in a trailer trashed episode. I watched the trailer for Bullet Train. I did an episode of my trailer trashed series, the beloved the 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 acclaimed trailer trashed series. Renown. And talked about Bullet Train and talked about my expectations for it and talked about the things I figured I would dislike about it. And so now maybe I'll go back and cut in some of that uh, throughout to see if I see if I was right. I'll have to go back and see if I was right. Spoiler alert: I was right. <laughs> you thought I had to go back and check. I never have to go back and check. I was fucking right. Uh, all of that stuff is going to be put in right before you said spoiler alert. Yeah, it's all gonna, yeah. That's that's the that's the Sorry. spot to cut it. That'll be a funny place to cut it in. I think. Um, this is, it belongs in that family of film that is, you can, you can tell heavily influenced by the, by Quentin Tarantino. Absolutely. Here, it is like Quentin Tarantino had a baby with whoever wrote Smoking Aces and that yes. baby had a shittier child that made this movie. Yes. Smoking Aces is one of those films that's like trying to be Tarantino. Any Guy Ritchie movie is trying to be Tarantino. Although, don't sleep on that Sherlock series. That's still some pretty good shit. I'll be honest with you. Uh, never seen it. On our I'm, next, I'm gonna sleep on it. 
<laughs> That's going to be a new series. I'm, I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to write down a list. I would, I, I'm going to read down a list that's already been written of just movies that off the top of my head fall into that fall into that we're trying to trick the audience into thinking Tarantino made this movie. You guys count how many times you give us nods. I'm going to go with the most recent example that I could think of off the top of my head. A film called The Bad Times at El Royale. That was that's that's the number one example I believe of like this movie's not made by Tarantino, and they are doing everything in their power to make you think it was. Uh, that was 2018, and then of course you go, you can, you know, I just wrote a bunch. The rest of them are not in order. Suicide Kings, starring Jay Moore, Christopher Walken. That was that was it back in the day. Boondock Saints is another wannabe Tarantino. The right guy. Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, in Bruges. Now, I'm, I, I, think, I think we're going to be courting some controversy with that opinion there. I'm not saying, and hold on, this is not necessarily an indictment of these films. Of course, of course. Except for Bad Times at El Royale, that was garbage. Uh, <laughs> and Boondock Saints sucks, too. Uh well, that's another one. My man. generation, our, our generation, t- Clarence and I grew up with a an entire generation of kids who, as soon as they got their college dorm, they p- put up a Boondock Saints poster. Unless they had a Scarface poster. Yeah, although Scarface, I think, was older. Scar- yes, definitely the generation before the us when genera- we were hanging yeah, out with our... Four years, four years or eight years older than us yeah. with Scarface posters. When you were hanging out with your older siblings or yeah. cousins. Yeah, Pulp Fiction posters, obviously, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, Pulp Fiction is evergreen. I think you can find that. You can probably find that in a college dorm today. Oh, Spencer's is still making hand over fist on Pulp Fiction posters right now. Yeah, and all of this pales in comparison to the fucking... Bob Marley collage <laughs> weed poster, or that one of uh, John Belushi with college. Yeah, yeah, because that one's still everywhere. I think I still have that one framed in my dining room. Um, so what else? Uh, uh, these are the, again. What I was saying is that this is not necessarily saying that these films are bad, right? But it right. is clearly a style that they're going for. Um, From Paris with Love was another one. That was Never really awful, that. and then Never killing, and then another Brad Pitt film, "Killing Them Softly." Uh, Never seen that one either. That all, yeah, it, it all fits in that kind of category of like pop culture references, snappy dialogue, a lot of violence, um, some sort of uh, you know irreverent. The the killer, the the assassin duo. Well, everybody's it, trying to be Vincent Vega in uh, exactly and Jules. Exactly, even the fact that one of those two guys, like they're both in the same matching suit, essentially when they have the jackets on. Yeah. There's a spoiler alert: they take the jackets off, but they're in like like a matching ensemble, and one of them's got slicked back hair, and one of them has crazy black people hair. And oh, you're talking, yeah, you're talking about in this movie. You're talking in about Bullet Train. Mo- oh, well, I mean, which for one? Sure. Which one am I talking about? Well, that's, right. That's the thing is, yeah. Um, I mean, it sucks that they're both British. First of all, well, that's what makes a difference. Stop. Yeah, exactly. Stop putting British people in movies. All right. I'm I'm saying it right now, Hollywood. This you're on notice. 
No more British people in movies, all right? Um, we're done with it. There's a firm stance that um, the proprietor of this podcast is taking. This in no way represents... It 100%. It represents the opinion of everybody. I've got to go. It, rep- it represents the opinion of anybody on this on this show, even on even not on this episode. Scroll back through. This is Maldo's opinion and Andres's opinion and Jamie's opinion. No more British people in film. Find them and fuck them up. Please don't. Do Steven's that. opinion. I speak for I speak for everybody that's ever been on this show, except for Steven. Fuck Steven up. Please don't <laughs> do that, Steven. I've never met you. I love you. How are you, man? Um, yeah. So it's just the pop culture stuff. So in we have a we and we have Brad Pitt obviously, he's uh, ostensibly our protagonist, but Great he's word. he's on this train with uh, a bunch of other people, and nobody's cool. Um, <laughs> no, you know everybody's everybody's a killer of some kind. Somebody somebody cool gets on later. It's very again. It's very bad times at El Royale. It's very. It's trying to be um, the hateful eight. Oh, that's why, it. That's why is it, yeah. why is everybody in this cabin a a a killer who's connected to, to each other? Why is everybody at this hotel? Well, it, it's smoking aces. Smoking aces. It's fucking smoking aces. Yeah, it's it. They just keep doing this, and none of it has the. I mean, I know I said it wasn't an indictment of these films, but they are all worse than a Tarantino film because he is genuinely an artist. And the people that are copying him, they don't, they don't realize, they don't, they don't understand why he does what he does. They see the product, and they try to replicate the product without being able to comprehend or understand the, the process or anything about it. The process—that's yeah. a better way to put it. Yeah, and it's and it, that's why it, these all come. These all these films I I listed off earlier, including Bullet Train, <laughs> come off as these like uh, cheap facsimiles of of a of a Tarantino film. Um, <clears throat> and one thing that I can say, if I may, for Please, for a moment, uh, immediately that feeling is there. Like it's it's not like they even tiptoe into it. They're diving. It's like you go to a pool on a hot summer day and you dive exactly into Tarantino. Yeah, hundred percent. Like immediately, the movie starts with a representation of like Tokyo after like the flashback scene or whatever that is. Yeah, and it's it's a water. It's like somebody took half of that Kill Bill scene yeah. where she's riding with the motorcycle and put it in a glass and filled the rest up with water. Yeah, it's exactly the same idea they're trying to like oh it's tokyo the nightlife the neon blah 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 yeah exactly Although, very, yeah um for sure uh and that's just one example of that same feeling they're trying to evoke uh so anyway there's a whole cast of characters in this all of them are given a little bit of uh time to have some sort of personality it's all pretty shallow the two the two assassins or two of the killers, you know, uh, white guy, black guy. One of them, obviously, obviously a Vincent Vega and a, a, a Jules. I can't remember Jules Fern. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember uh, Samuel L. Jackson's last name in uh, Jules L. Jackson. No, yeah. I can't remember his last name either, honestly. Um, and I think that's going to get my NAACP card taken away from me. Um, 
I do remember Martin Luther. Anyway, the the point is, yeah, that, very yeah. specific analogs there, right? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's clearly trying to be something, and of course, one of them is talking about Thomas the Train, which uh, the movie takes constant place, motif. The mo- the movie takes place on the train, and this adult man. This adult British black man is obsessed with Thomas the Train, and he's, like, talking about it. And he talks about it all the time. It's it's bad dialogue in the sense that, like, it doesn't feel... it does. You know how you watch a movie, and, and sometimes a world doesn't feel lived in? Yep. Um, it's... He's talking to his friend. He's talking to his, his best friend, the, the white guy. And he's talking to him about Thomas the Train all the time. And to where his best friend is like, dude, you got to shut up with this. Except for the fact that they've been best friends their entire life. You and I have been friends for 15 years. We don't. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't talk to you about drums every second of the day. And I don't sit there and say for the umpteenth time every time we hang out. Hey, you got This is the first time I'm coming to you with this, but stop talking about drums. Yeah, right. That's a, that's the thing is, it doesn't it doesn't feel it immediately it doesn't imme- it immediately doesn't feel like a real thing. It feels like this guy this this um the the black character who's obsessed with Thomas the Train. It feels like he found out about Thomas the Train the day before this movie was filmed, <laughs> because it's like a he's talking about it. Not like a guy who's not like a guy. That was who, his loose change when he was in college. Was Thomas the Train loose change? Yeah, <laughs> loose I know people, change. man. That's so funny. Jet yeah. fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Another man. tank engine has hit the. A second tank engine has hit the towers. Oh God, that really fucked up our entire generation, dude. For sure, hundred percent. A hundred percent. I had there was so many parties at college where dude. the person you talk, the guy you're talking to, what's up? What's what's your deal, dude? Oh, dude, you're fucking. And he immediately cool. starts talking about the documentary he watched yesterday, which was Loose Change. Because you could get it in every head shop or hookah bar or bodega that yeah. was on your fucking, and it was free. It was just a DVD that was right there. So that's what. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's the point. Is that this guy is he, he's presented as if like Thomas the Train um, was just like a, something he was just uh, introduced uh, to. Well, yeah. The no, the, the literal words on the script are like. This is a this is a foundational part of my personality. Yes. This was influential to me as a kid and I've kind of I've kind of maintained these lessons. But the things I learned as a kid that kind of formed my uh moral compasses, I don't talk about it it's just a part of you. You don't bring it up every you don't bring it up constantly like it's your like it's your favorite thing. If it's really just a, a natural part of you. Unless you carry the stickers around with you everywhere you go. That's that's what I mean. Exactly. Right. So, so right off the bat, they're trying to make these killers. Oh, you're, you're a plot element. They're trying to make these killers. All these characters are kind of quirky. They're trying to make them something. They're trying to. I don't know if they're. Do they think they're humanizing these characters? I think that they think that there's an element of that that is but i also think that they're differentiating and saying like hey this isn't just like 
these guys aren't the same as one another, right? There's a guy who uses a sword. There's a guy who doesn't like using guns. There's a guy who likes to wear bespoke tailored suits. There's this little cute girl, and she's the deadliest of them all. All of that. I I think that all all of those traits that stand out the most about them are what it is that they're trying to get there. And, you know, that works if you can do what you were talking about, if you can build out the backside of that. Right, a yeah. pyramid will only like the tip of a pyramid only is going to stand if you have right an entire base. Yeah, and when so when you when they do this kind of stuff in these big cast movies with like fourteen main characters, yes, Brad Pitt's our main character, but everybody else is also a main character. You find out um, what ends up happening is that these are not like they try to give them something that they think is interesting backstory, but if it's poorly written. It stops becoming backstory, and it just becomes a one-dimensional trait. So that's the thing is... That's a really good way to put it. We're filled with... Just like you mentioned, we have... uh, You know, exactly what you said about all these characters. They all have their one thing, defining thing. Like, you know, I don't know. Like watching a... It'd be like watching a sport with like 10 teams on the field, and everybody's got a different jersey color... I can tell you're red, I can tell you're green, I can tell you're black, you can tell you're white, orange, whatever. And we don't know anything about these players except for this color that they're shoving in our face. Uh, You know, the little girl. Which is the name of my new porno series, but yes. (laughs) Sorry, I had to take the opportunity. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yes, the color you're shoving. It's like, hey, this is... This is what this person is, right? Like, yeah. oh, this person, their thing is, it, well, it's like what friends did. You know, it's like, oh, Monica, she's the neurotic one or whatever. Chandler, he's the kind of funny one. Joey's the stupid one. Yes. You know what I mean? That's true. Although you you get to, that's true. Uh, the thing about a TV show is that even if, it, even if a TV show is like bad or poorly written, which I'm not saying that about friends, but even if it was not saying that, even, even if it was, right. you still get five, seven, nine years for them to be more develop some actual depth because we've seen them interact for as long as they've existed, really. Um, whereas yes. here we get two hours in five minutes to like see this see this um, this gumbo come together. Yeah, and to <laughs> go on now. How long? How long did you spend in Louisiana? <laughs> that was that was nuts, right? I've been there like three times for <laughs> two days at a time. A collective time of like less than a week. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I call it Louisiana. They always pronounce it Louisiana, but uh, no. But, Do they? <laughs> they don't. But but what you're saying is right. Like yeah. these people get to develop these characters over years and years. However, on a movie, it's like, hey, keep this character consistent over the course of months. So while we do this, and yeah, and you know, the growth will show up in the script. So I'm, if it's you there. Can, folks, you can kind of tell where this is going. Uh, if you're a fan of this show, if you know me at all, you know, the most important part of any film is. The characters, and I'm telling you right off the bat, I think it's kind of weak. Um, let's talk a little bit about the story. 
Brad Pitt is uh, some sort of, you know, some sort of criminal guy. Not a secret agent. Maybe left, left a little vague. Yeah, maybe not even necessarily an assassin. He's he's definitely a reluctant kind of guy. He doesn't want. He's trying to get out of the game, but he needs to make the money. He can handle himself. He's he's yeah right. He's he's borderline. It's borderline uh, that trope of just one more job and then I'm out. You know, he's trying to do that right. He, he's, Got too many miles on these bones. Yeah, he's he's he's. You know, first line, he's, I'm getting too old for this shit right off the bat. But he's getting back in as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. It's either. He's getting back in. Yeah, it's a it's a combination of a retired, retired hitman coming back to work and also. Reluctant. And also reluctant, active hitman doing one last job. I don't know how they got both of those tropes into one they, boring all I, character. All I thought was like they really tried to John Wick Brad Pitt in this as much as they could. Yeah, that's another thing everybody's trying. Well, also, this dude worked on John Wick, the director, David Leach. I don't know if he... It says he's uncredited as a director for John Wick, so I think he was like... I think he was uh, uh, not the main director, but he might have directed some... Uh, like like the, a second unit yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. He probably gotcha. directed second unit shit okay. with John Wick. That that doesn't surprise me because a lot of that... Cin- well, not... I guess cinema... I'm sitting here like a film scholar, but like the cinematography, a lot of it had the same kind of general filmmaking feeling. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Although it was a lot brighter and... Uh, Certainly. Again, it takes place in Japan. Certainly. Which, it, it you know... On a bullet train. On a train, but it has all, like, I don't know, the kind of shit. Uh, does, does Japan really have all this, like, uh, Hello Kitty disco ball shit everywhere, even in, like, public places? That's what every movie that takes place in Japan, it all looks like Blade Runner with enormous, colorful billboards <laughs> and whatever. And then it, uh, the entire, the the Hello Kitty or whatever, it's some sort of bear. It's a, Was it a panda bear? There's some sort yeah, of yeah. that that's like like a all, koala or something. I I guess this entire train was sponsored. Like we put advertisements on the side of our buses in you know the United States. Certainly do. Do they let an entire federal train get get covered in Hello Kitty bullshit? Listen, I don't know how Japan? many times I can say nigga on this podcast, but nigga, you got to subsidize that shit somehow. I'm mean, subsidize, subsidize guys you got to though i mean it's like hey guys you gotta subsidize (laughs) you gotta subsidize and diversify your bonds um that's an old uh wu-tang clan joke for you guys because wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with yeah i don't know i've never been to japan uh the one person i know that has been to japan uh isn't taking my calls (laughs) all right so i have a friend who uh who went to japan and had a great time, did all of this stuff, but all of their pictures from the stuff that they did, like I can't, I can't make any determination on because, of course, they went and did all the tourist type stuff. As opposed to what? Well, like I don't know, going out to the countryside and catching koi fish. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what Japan that guys. Guy, you, all of our guys out in Japan, let us know what you guys do. What are they daily. supposed to do? Like move in with a Japanese family? Like, well, no, no. I no. want to do not touristy things here in Tokyo. But it doesn't give me any idea of whether or not the normal experience is seeing that touristy stuff or like seeing the mascots and the stuff that you're talking about. Because 
all they did was go places where you would see right that kind of stuff that's, that's what i'm true. saying here yeah that's all they did it would be like if you came to america and went to every Chuck E. cheese and peter piper pizza well, and everything and then you were like what, that's america that's how they live every single day i mean that is what people do people go to new york exactly people go to new york and they go to times square and there's the giant billboards and then there's uh some characters walking around the street yep. They go see. Yep. The, they go see. Yep. The, they go see the naked cowboy. They go to the M M&M and M store, fucking Harry Potter world, whatever. And then they and then they go to a Broadway show and they're like, "America is sick." You Dude, could buy it, you could buy M and Ms anywhere. You you see these? <laughs> you can see these amazing shows. Fucking sprites are only nine dollars over there. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, it's but again, insane. I'm not gonna go if I ever go to Japan, which I don't really. hate have any i don't i don't know i I would someone not a big plan for you it's if i'm planning an international vacation japan's low on the list gotcha Um, but i'm not gonna hurt it here first i'm not gonna go bursting through some rice paper wall like the kool-aid man being like i'm in your house bitch and i i live here now show me show me the real life nobody asked you to do that but the fact that that's where your mind went (laughs) uh you know it's just it's not yeah, do I gotta take my shoes off? Like I don't know. It's I don't want to. I feel you. No, I do. Um, so, nevertheless, let's let's get to let's get to some plot stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's. I wanted to go ahead because the plot feels at times it feels very jumpy to me. Mm-hmm. Did you get that same impression? Like we're going from maybe not the plot, but the presentation of the plot. Yeah, feels very very jumpy and not like in a way that it feels like they earned it. Well. Yeah, in my mind, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking it's there's not, um, you know, there's not really a story for the most part. It's it's character driven in the way that they have a there's a what they have, there's a MacGuffin there's a there's a, a a suitcase everybody wants the suitcase. That Brad Pitt's job, our, our our first guy, Brad Pitt's job is to get the suitcase. Trying to just have a simple and get then, back in, one and done. There's two guys that already own the suitcase. There's another woman who's interested in the suitcase. She has a dude that she's making get the suitcase for her. Everybody's just passing. The suitcase is just in a little whirlpool, and everybody, it's just, it's just changing hands. And then there's another guy who really wants the suitcase right so there's another unseen guy who well yeah and 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 it's all and it's happening on a train and it's all heading towards the you get to the end of the line and that's where our big boss is that's where our big bad guy is um boss yeah so but other than that they're everybody's got the same objective and they're trapped it's a you know they're trapped in this bottle you know in, in sitcoms tv show it's a bottle episode um, they're all on the same. They're all on a train, and now it's just all these different personalities interacting with each other, all trying to get this same uh, suitcase thing. Um, yes, and then you know, and then of course people start dying, and it's like who did that? And then and then they start fighting each other and killing each other, and it just becomes a whole thing. And then of course that just continues for literally most of the movie. The middle 90 minutes of this two-hour movie, the middle 90 minutes are on the train, fighting and killing each other, hiding from each other. 
I got the suitcase. Now I got to hide it. You got escaping the from each other yeah. as well. Um, close call, shit like that. Uh, experience, you know, getting to getting to know these characters as much as we can. A one dimensional character whose entire existence is based on chasing a suitcase. <laughs> Set dressing. Yeah, he's an NPC essentially. Yeah, well, it's just you know it it or no not yeah 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 I know the one you're talking about now the one who came out of literally fucking nowhere. Oh, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about a one at all. But yeah, they I okay. mean, they all well, kind of came out. There was one that more than anything was like with the dad. Oh no 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 the mascot. Oh yeah, yeah that it was just literally that like was, well so yeah her that 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 killer and then also. The uh the Mexican dude, that also right because that didn't really even that meant nothing. end up playing into it. Yeah, you could have cut that, that was, whole thing. It was very bad. He was my least favorite character. The it, director uh, owed that actor a favor, I think. Yeah, of all, uh, so there's a, a Mexican assassin named the Wolf. They didn't even call him Lobo or anything. They just called him the Wolf. El Wolf. Um, he was the worst character. He and again, all all these characters are like shallow or whatever but he was the worst one i hated him from the second i saw him um he does this it's the worst walk it's the worst walk i've ever seen anybody do in a movie <laughs> he does this shoulder dip he has walk. a limp actually he's like he's like walking like it's supposed to be like a tough guy walk he's this badass mexican killer with a bolo tie and some ridiculous you know white suit it was that fucking haircut that was the worst for me man that jerry curl with the fade on the side nah fucking miss me with that shit bro yeah that was crazy hundred he just looked he just, it looked like shit but also he's 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 walking he's like got the toughest guy walk but i've never i've never seen a tough guy move his shoulders so much like uh you know right like every, every single time he's like dipping his shoulders and move, you know, which means he's wiggling his hips. It fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> it's like a like a shitty version of the sharks, sharks, jets. jets yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. a yeah. He's one of the sharks. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah but in Spanish, it's el charque. Is a yeah. It's not. That's not how you say it. Do you know what it is in Spanish? I actually don't. You probably know better. I than do me. know. It's tiburon. Yeah. Tiburon. Oh, of course, of course. Like the Hyundai, the car that they made that was shaped like a fucking. Uh, never mind. Wait, no. what? Uh, How is your reference for the word, the Spanish word for shark? Because one of my friends in high school had a Hyundai Tiburon, and I asked him what it was about, and he's like, oh, it's because they made this one after a shark. And I was like, okay. So I looked it up, and yeah, they were like, we aerodynamically shaped this after how a shark is hydrodynamically shaped. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, yeah dude. I never heard of the. Is that... Did they sell that in America? Did they sell that? Did, was your, did your friend? No, this guy bought this car. Yeah, like this was back it. in high school. He didn't like import this car. I would say, I mean, it was I, like a production model ass car. I didn't know if he was from Mexico and bought his car there. No, and moved, no, moved no. To definitely not. Uh, this was something that they sold. This is back when Hyundai was like not at the level that they're at now. Because Hyundai, yeah. Hyundai are pretty decent cars. Hyundai's are fine. I, yeah. I, I, I'm. I yeah. got no. But you remember back when we I'm were not trying out. to start beef with Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not. We're not starting shit with Hyundai Twitter. I'm okay. Go, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm shitting on the Japanese enough in this episode. Uh, without me going directly after. I'm not even Hyundai. sure if Hyundai's Japanese. I'm not sure either. if they should be offended. We're not trying to offend Japanese they would be Twitter offended. either. They would be offended if they're not Japanese. If they're from somewhere else that's not Japanese, 
but you know, it's Japanese. What if they they would like, be they would be offended. What if they were like a New Mexico company, but they just chose that name? New Mexico. <laughs> no, they're they're from they're a. It's got to be from Asia. I w- I would say so. I'm just, I, I, shit, dude. The last time I had trivia night for fucking car brands, yeah, it was never so. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, that's crazy. Yes. To anyway, getting back to design uh, it like a shark. A shark doesn't go through the air. There's no point in making our. It shit. goes through the water. Yeah, it water goes... and air are technically both fluids when you speak from a physical standpoint or a physics standpoint. Shut up. First of all, that's not even Look true. Look this shit up. No, nigga, we're not I'm looking t- it up. This is the first time the words that physics and nigga have been in the same two sentences back to back. No, there's plenty of people that say that about Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Isn't that his Twitter handle? <laughs> you got to say it. Physics at physics, nigga. I can't even fucking articulate at articula, nigga. Uh, no, that, you, you know who, are we you know canceled yet? You know who's you know who's screaming that is uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. I the Tom Hanks of kids science. Like, are you kidding? Every time, every time he sees a, a a new book deal for Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's he's screaming. He's screaming physics inward. Physics, nigga. Physics, nigga. Physics, nigga. Uh, no. yeah. I can't wait for the and I don't. I hope it never happens. But can't wait for the the time that they're like, Bill Nye the Science Guy, got caught like smuggling people across the border or something like that. What? Like, just him doing some really crazy shit that nobody can expect. That's not the kind of, that's not the kind of crime Hollywood TV people commit. I don't want to say any of the other ones. They don't. Though. Yeah, but he's if he's a if he's doing a crime, it's gonna be a sex crime. He's not gonna be like a coyote. I'd want him to branch out. In- <laughs> We're getting off topic too much. We are, we are actually, and there's a lot to talk about still with this, yeah, with this much. film because uh, they have that guy. Um, and, you know, it takes place in Japan. They have that guy who they ask, like, "Hey, we need a somewhat middle-aged Japanese guy who looks good holding a sword." The old guy. Yeah, it wasn't middle-aged at all. He was old as fuck. Yeah. Okay. All right. But they always call that same guy, and y'all don't even need to know who I'm talking about. Just Google old middle-aged ish japanese guy wielding a sword bullet train and you'll find exactly who we're talking yeah. about they use him for everything and sure enough they called him in for this oh you mean the actors in everything yes that thing. yes oh, he's okay. used in everything and he he's well let's look he's up, typecast let's, as fuck let's look up his name who is that dude uh not kimura hiroki sanada yes and hiroyuki hiroyuki sanada He's been in everything from like sci-fi oh, shit. network series. The Mexican the Mexican killer I hated is Bad Bunny. The rapper? Yeah, or the the reggaeton artist. Okay, I didn't right, even right. realize I didn't re- I didn't realize that was him. And I and I'm I don't the know what half he looks Mexican like. One. It always pays to mention that I'm the half Mexican one, but you're the one who has like deep roots in Hispanic culture. I don't know about that. No, 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 you do. But I know who Bad Bunny is. He's a Puerto <laughs> he's a Puerto Rican reggaeton artist he's i mean he's beloved people love his music i don't i don't know anything about him that explains why they didn't give him any lines i oh, think this is I think this, I think this is his first acting well he did have some so, spanish lines well, but, he, but he's trying yeah. to go entirely off of like 
that makes sense why he's so bad. Because he's like, what would a tough guy do? Let me do the worst walk I've ever seen of a tough guy. I was glad he died. We've it's, come full circle. I was glad. I was glad oh, him. And, I was glad he died instantly. I was glad his wife died in that flashback. He sucked. Um, but his he, wife might have been I'm a sure, good actress. Oh, I don't know. Who cares? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be <laughs> fine someday. That's you know what. Honestly, me saying of all the things, me saying Bad Bunny sucks in in this movie. That's the thing that's most likely to like cause an uproar. We're canceled. He's guys. got. He's like the Puerto Rican Taylor Swift where. His fan base is rabid. Um, they're 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 wild, and they don't they don't tolerate any criticism of of uh, their favorite artists. You just BTS army this podcast. Yeah, right there you now. go. Yeah, yeah. BTS that that's the Koreans, right? That is. Yeah, they're the same. Why I haven't? I don't know that. Why? What they're the same heard? kind of thing. They have that. They have that. I yeah, just know Taylor. Absolutely. I know Taylor Swift fans are like unreasonable you can't even get on social media of any kind right now without people saying you know like making videos or pictures where it's new taylor swift album lyrics uh -huh. and they're like this just fits me oh yeah Ugh. so bad not on ours every one of our friends on social media is great um no they're not that's one of the worst people on my shit uh all right let's do a couple say that a couple other things I've got a, so part of the story, Brad Pitt's in hiding. It's been a stressful day. He's hiding in the bathroom of this bullet train, and he's they've got one of those super smart toilets, um, with his like a built-in bidet, and a air dryer An air and all dryer. this kind of stuff. Right. Super expensive, like smart toilet. J Japan's famous for. So here's a personal. This is the a lot of clean buttholes. This is the Nick Tazo anecdote corner. A couple weeks ago. I played a private party in a, a mansion in Austin. And in the bathroom that was available to us, it, they had one of those smart toilets. They had one of these like nice. electric powered like toilet that does everything for you. Like the seat is heated, all kinds of stuff. And there's a bunch of buttons. I, I couldn't, I didn't know how to operate it. <laughs> Long um, story short. Yeah, well, you... I'm I'm sitting down on the toilet and I turn on I figure I, I I figure out how to flush it and I just didn't look at the buttons very closely. But I turn on the bidet and it's like I thought it was an automatic thing. Like you turn it on, it runs for a little while and it's done. But that's not how it works. You gotta turn it off. But I didn't know how to turn it off. So I turned it on, and now I'm held hostage by this thing. Because no. if I get up, it's just going to spray water all over the floor no. of this mansion that I don't own. So I'm, like, held hostage. I can't get up, and I don't know how to turn it off. It took me forever to figure out how to turn it off. So I'm sitting there getting bidet up my ass for, like, four minutes <laughs> this is the longest and i'm just like i can't i i want to leave so badly and i can't i don't know how but enough about my prison experience uh yeah and it just eventually i had to look at i i eventually i just i found the button that said turned it off and then i could escape was the, was the button accessible for you oh where yeah it you was, were oh yeah it was right there it was it, yeah it was all on like a control panel but there was just like 15 
buttons. It was a it was way more features and options. I don't even know what else this thing could do. Well, sometimes we've gone too far with tech, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, and like it's like okay, this is completely not necessary. How what? Let's say that that same panel of buttons was just a knob that said, "Oh, like turn this to the pressure you want." On Good. and off, like every yeah, other, like, like every other water feature, yeah, just like fixture. just like a knob, yeah, just like you know a knob, just like that. It's yeah. a knob, just like every other water fixture you've ever had, yeah. just like that. That would make how, more sense. How much intuitive sense? Or would even that if make? it was like, even if it was like, you press it and it goes for ten seconds and exactly. then it turns off, and then you're like, you know what? I think I need another ten seconds. Yeah, and then you press it again. That would have been fine, but for it just just to run. I was like, this is insane. They take more consideration into the water conservation of our children's water faucets than they do our buttholes. And I'm just saying, this is talking not about. Right. Wait, what? I don't know. Um, no, like there are water fountains that like parks and stuff. You can push a button and it literally will, get, will like go for five seconds. Oh. And then it'll stop. For sure. Well, that was that. I mean, that was a legendary Jerry Seinfeld joke about airport. This was even back in the 90s. The joke was about airport bathrooms. He's like, why can't we just turn a faucet on? Why does it have to be, you know, press the button? Oh, I got a little bit of water there. Yes. Oh, I got a little yes. bit of water there. It's like. And now. Oh, gee. What do you think we're going to. We're adults at an airport. What do you think we're going to do? Just turn it on and fucking water. And then like the things with the sensors sometimes. Got, I hate them. How much, how much more like a Jewish uncle could I have said? The thing with the sensors sometimes. You're sitting here. You're talking about Seinfeld. I'll tell you right now. But seriously, like the sensors, you'll put your hand there and it'll be like, nope, nope. And then you'll move your hand away and it's like, yeah. Yeah. It'll do that. I always um, I always just wipe my hands on, on my pants and walk away. <laughs> and then I go handle food. <laughs> I really yeah. don't do that, guys. Take that microphone home after this. You told me to put it right there, by the way, on my hands. Um, let's see. What so? What other points do you have that stood out to you? About I have a this little. Film? I have a little thing of like, I don't know. Maybe this is nothing, but why is there no nudity in any film anymore? There was implied nudity early on. Well, no, in that the was film, the point, right? It, it, well, no. Again, Bad Bunny, right? The, uh, the wolf, the the Mexican killer, and his and his fiance. Um, you know, they're sleeping together. They go out of their way again. She, they're sleeping together. the 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 sheets are perfectly around her hips while they're having sex, and she's wearing a tank top or a bra. All this kind of again. This is a movie filled with gore, I mean, human gore. There's blood and heads been heads getting cut off, and people are bleeding out of their eyeballs, and and it's uh, violence, and there's there cur- there's uh, foul language and all kinds of stuff. I just don't understand. Why films every it seems like every movie shies away from even again even a rated R film shies away from just regular uh, to avoid nudity. I will say this: Uh, I did notice there's a very early scene where somebody is doing some sort of like assassination job or something, and Mm. or not assassination. They're taking pictures of like a senator. Oh yeah, there is some nudity there. That's right. You know what? There is some. Was she naked? She was naked. Well, the the, you can't see anything very well. That was a flashback to like a blackmail job. Correct. So so whoever it was, they did they did a blackmail job back in the day. By the way, a blackmail job is whatever Nick calls it whenever I do one of these podcasts. The the 
You've, <laughs> this is uh, this is a special episode. You've got blackmail. <laughs> the the Tom Hanks, Meg let's Ryan. Get, let's get blackmail. He's gonna got, be what we call. You've got blackmail. Meg Ryan is our special guest for. You know what? If we can get Meg Ryan in that chair that may or may not be on screen right now. You know what? Her face, she looks like she's never met. <laughs> she looks like she's never met a black person. That's how white she is. Her head might explode if she was face to face with you. If she ate flour, she would think it would be too salty. She is so white. <laughs> uh yeah, she was never. This is nothing to disparage Meg Ryan Reddit or Twitter. She's fine. You don't have to worry about. It. Yeah, <laughs> she's no. She's no Taylor Swift where you have to get that apology out early. Or fucking Elon Musk, who again, there's nothing wrong with. Uh, yeah, That's no, it's official. so funny. It's so funny that that guy is gonna destroy t- Twitter. I'm so happy for him. Good, good, for, good for you, dude. Sometimes problems solve themselves, right? Yeah, it rules. Um, all right. What you got? A couple other little things. Lightning round. Yeah, that, that's not true. We're we're gonna take as much time as we're a lot gonna of take cliches, a lot of tropes. They did the uh, they did the 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 classic like I'm looking for something. Oh, you know, I'm I'm looking for a I'm looking for a bag. I'm looking for a bag with a, a sticker on it, and and the woman goes, "Oh, I've never seen your briefcase," and he goes, "I didn't I say it was a briefcase." Was. Yep, I hate that. I hate that. If it's done well, fine. But you can't have the reveal ten seconds after you fucking said it. Well, you just can't do it anymore. It was it, that was such a clever thing, like the first time it happened, and now all of these caper films, they all do it. Const- they all every, they all do it at least once, and it's such a. Uh, and we're not talking about the pickled vegetable pod. We're talking about capers. <laughs> it's such, uh, you're you're such a. <laughs> Cornball, dude. <laughs> I had to. I fucking had to. I didn't want people to think that this was sophisticated. What we're doing here. Nobody would think that. <laughs> the, uh, the podcast call, is called "Let's Get you Trashed." Called, you <laughs> called Neil deGrasse Tyson the N word earlier. There's nobody. There's no physics, nigga. Yes. There's no sophistication to be found. I can't wait to do my <laughs> my imposter Twitter of Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm just him saying you do a fake account <laughs> yeah exactly my what are the, a parody account of yeah Grass Tyson called physics nigga and it's just me in a cheap Samuel L. Jackson Pulp Fiction wig you have to, <laughs> you have to dress up like him yeah, well uh, that wig but like dressed up with a what what does he wear? A lot of tweed. Yeah, a lot of tweed. Tweed elbow tw- pa- elbow patches, suspenders. <laughs> exactly. He seems like a suspenders guy. The entire universe is actually made up of billions and billions of molecules. That's not a bad impression. I, well, it, we all have the same software, us niggas. <laughs> is every black guy could do depression of any other black guy? Whoa, you don't get to call us that. We're called niggas. I don't get to call you black. Yeah, <laughs> you, say it. You're a you're a black guy. You know you're black. You're fine with it. Everybody's fine with it. <laughs> you're fine with. It. You've made peace with it. I did have to say that to. You've a, got your permit. I did have to say that to a a, a girl. I was you know I was dating some white girl, and she was like, she she. There's something you want to put on the. Pot? She was just so yeah. It's fine. Okay. She was so like I don't know. It, it was just a thing. She was like the you know uh the she was like the the. She was struggling. She couldn't think of like the word African American or whatever. She's like the 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 people over there, uh, yeah, whatever. I was like, you can say they're black. They're 
they're black. They're fine with it. Every, it everybody know, you know. Black. She. Was, I love that. I love that because people have such feelings about it. Well, she's like, "Is black a bad word?" I was like, "What decade are you living in?" You know? I give you permission to, if you're ever in that position again, if somebody says, "Well, is black a bad word?" in reference to race, uh-huh. just say, "Nigga, black's a color." <laughs> And just let them have. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not getting that permission. No, actually, for you guys who aren't watching, who you guys aren't watching the video, which you should be, uh, I'm actually reaching into my wallet and I'm giving one of my race cards to Nick right now. You're giving me. You're giving me. You're giving me the N-word pass. Yeah. Every. Don't use it yet. Every Uh, every white guy. (laughs) The the every every white hip hop fan's most coveted thing. They all you know. Michael Rappaport is seething that I got one of these. Bet. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. That's not cool. Um, no, so they did that thing. Uh, when the black chick who was the assassin. Played by Zazie Beats, a German actress, by Zazie the way. Beats. And you said you saw her in something before? Yes. Actually, this is where it dovetails back into the Deadpool thing, right? Okay. So in Deadpool yeah. 2. She plays a character who's super fucking lucky. And, you know, luck plays a part in this. Oh, So that yeah. plays a part in this. Then, uh, you remember how Brad Pitt, like, kind of, when the train is crashing, he curls up into that, like, bear yeah. suit? She did that in Deadpool 2. And then when you see Brad Pitt after that fact... You pass over these like electrical lines. Uh-huh. That's how Brad Pitt's character died in Deadpool too. I so there see. are all of these interesting little para- sorry parallels right there in that particular. You're saying that sequence. You're saying that the writer and director fucking have no. They just have nothing else. No, they yeah they're absolutely they just, they're just re, yeah they're just re- no no no. What I'm saying is they that were, is what they saying. were playing it back with it, but uh, I guess. Do you mind if I kind of start going into my overall impression of this movie? Yeah, sure. I, uh, sure. We'll yeah, we'll do like we'll do we'll get to recommendations in a second. Um, I didn't like Zazie Beach's character at all. She says very topical character. She stunk, and she says the word bitch, bitch a lot. She's calling. She's fighting, and every she's uh, her and Brad Pitt are fighting. At the end of every sentence. every sentence is like, "I'm gonna get you, bitch." Uh, uh, I'm gonna stab you with this thing, bitch! Like, and that goes yeah. back to that, like that's your character trait. Except it's not. You know what? Did you watch Rick and Morty? Yes, you remember? I s- do. So the first season, Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary Terry. That was literally a joke eight years ago on this cartoon, Rick and Out Morty. Out there, not in here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the they're they're doing a parody of of Halloween or or a um, Michael is it Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger? They're doing a that's right. They're doing a Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm. Street. Yeah, they're doing Nightmare on Elm Street parody in that in this TV show, and it's it's not Freddy Krueger. It's Scary Terry, and he <laughs> just he's killing people, but he just says, "Bitch, I'm gonna get you, bitch!" And then he's walking around. And it's like. Where are you, bitch? And it just it, yeah. the joke is like he just said, "Oh, bitch!" He just says it so much, yeah. and even on even he, on like said, sweet things. Yeah, he says it so much, and it's a it's a joke. It it's a parody, and this movie with a makes straight, it a characteristic with, with a straight face does it. They do it more than the the cartoon parody from a TV show eight years. I mean, it's crazy how that. Well, they do nothing to earn it, right? What? 
earn like, what? Exactly. It's just poor dialogue. Like, it's not. It's not a thing of like, oh, it makes sense that this character talks well, dumb it, like that. If it's if it's a character characteristic, rather, uh, if it's something that's that's what like maybe it's a tick of hers or something. Tell us that. Make us understand that from a story point. Don't. You're just throwing it in there to make it edgy. Don't write a character that ha- where her tick is that she says bitch constantly. Just don't you know. If that's, yeah, that can't be that. If you were somebody that you know has Tourette syndrome, please reach out. Yeah, we don't have do that. Available. Don't reach out. Uh, or at least not to me. Uh, Tazo's personal phone number. All right, I got one bad ADR. I saw several. I mean, I'm sure there's more. Several there's with one. Michael Shannon specifically. Oh, really? There was one. That, re- that motherfucker was not speaking Russian <laughs> in that movie. Well, that's probably true. There's one. That's true. Michael Shannon doesn't know Russian. He was not speaking Russian. But no, Brian Tyree Henry, the the black British uh, criminal guy. Actually, him actually and, black. Him and Brad Pitt at the end. Um, the train's going off the rails. It's everything's accelerating. Uh, and you hear a voice off screen go, "We're on, we're on the wrong track," and it doesn't sound like him, and it, you can't see his lips moving, but it's supposed to be him saying it. And it happens like two seconds before they fucking crash. Yeah, it's spoiler alert. They yeah, crash. Right. They're just to put it in there of like, you know, that's why this is happening. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so that's really bad. You know, these high budget. It's just a detail thing. Just nobody cares anymore. Well, because movies these days are, they're shot one way. They're edited an entirely different way. Yeah, who know, exactly. It's so much green screen stuff that the green screen thing of like, don't put them on a set, we'll fill it in later. That idea, that concept of filming like that has seeped into every aspect of it. Don't even worry about saying the words right. We'll get it in later. Same thing with music. Yeah, we'll do it in post. We'll fix it in post. Oh, yeah, we'll just punch in. Yeah, we'll punch it in. Exactly. Nobody can play their instrument anymore. It's just we're punching. We're going to punch it in. Long gone are the days when it was all cellophane. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's just worse now. Um, All right. Everything's worse. What we're trying to say is, guys, uh, don't invest in crypto. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Give me some impressions of this. We're almost done. We're going to wrap it up here in a bit. Okay. Here's my impression. Go for it. This is a this is a Marvel movie for people who don't like Marvel movies but still want to watch Marvel movies. Right? Hilarious. They are trying their best to make a movie that's got this feeling of lore, this feeling of depth. This feeling of, oh, well, that's why these people have their motivations. And all of these individual colorful characters. Well, and they're not pulling it off. And the terrible snappy dialogue that's like uh, ubiquitous in Marvel movies. All and the, Tarantino uh, movies as well. All the, no, 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 no. Tarantino has actual like stuff well, that means something. The they're Mar- trying Marvel, to meet in the middle. The Marvel movies just do that shallow like there's a big explosion and they always do that. Well, that went well. Yeah. You know, or... Uh, <laughs> You know, it, it's that kind of cheesy stuff. This movie has that in droves. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that makes sense. If you're, if you think, if you think you're too sophisticated for Marvel movies, first of all, you're not. Um, I mean, unless if this appeals to you, then you're not. I promise. Yeah, and, that's what I mean. And you know what? There's, Just you might as well. You know, sometimes there are days where I want to eat potato chips, so I eat potato chips. There are sometimes that I want to eat something a little bit more sophisticated than that, so. 
I eat that then. If I wanted to watch a movie like this where it's a bunch of just colors and noise, this is the movie to watch. If I don't, All I'll right. watch something let, better. Let's let's make that make more sense. Let's make that make some sense. All right. Are you what uh if you had to recommend this to somebody, how would you would you or would you not recommend this film to somebody? If somebody is looking like let's say somebody's coming to me and they're like, I want to watch something that makes me think and feel and that I can really sink my teeth into, I would not recommend this movie to them. But if they want to watch something where they wanna sit down and kind of turn off, tune out for a while and just let things happen in front of their face is absolutely the movie for them. I'm not saying that that makes it a bad movie or a good movie. I personally, am I going to watch this movie again? Am I ever going to go out of my way to watch this movie again? Probably not. Did, I mean, just tell me, did you, did you like it? I did like this movie. I liked Gladiator. But those well, are hold both on. also movies Dude. that I wouldn't watch again. And they're of different calibers. Wait, what? You wouldn't want... That's... Hold on. None of this makes any sense. You don't like Gladiator? No, I like Gladiator. I like it just fine. You, Gladiator that's, and this are... That's what I'm saying. Gladiator and this are not even remotely comparable. Like, what, that's a crazy sorry, example sorry, of a film to Maybe make. I was making too much of a stretch in log logic there when I was making that comparison. There are certain movies that I would watch again and that I wouldn't just because... I don't know. Sometimes I don't feel like sitting through them. Gladiator sometimes to me feels a little repetitive. Maybe it's because I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. But all the same, like something like Children of Men, which is a good movie, feels a certain way to have to watch again. This kind of occupies that same space, but for completely different reasons. You would watch this. So I would not watch this movie again. Again. Personally, yeah. would I recommend that somebody does watch this movie? No, I'd recommend they re read the Wikipedia or watch any one of yeah, those YouTube that's, recaps. That's the thing is, if if I, mean, I never have anybody asking me for recommendations as far as like what's a movie I can just throw on and not care about. There's hangout movies that are way that 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 work. I don't know. I would never. Re I'm gonna not recommend this film. I just think it's bad. You're going black or white here? Yeah, you recommend it or you don't. I don't know. I wouldn't. That's the other thing is you're going to forget about this in six months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so, the, absolutely. Po so the point is don't even think about it right now. It's just if somebody, if somebody was to ask you that question, which nobody ever would, uh, I want a movie I can watch where I just put things on and things are happening in front of my face. First of all, that's every movie. That's what movies are. It's moving pictures in front of your face. That's that's literally on, the only defining aspect of the art form. But you're only thinking of this as an option because it's because we watched it today. You're not in 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 one month. If somebody says, "I just want to watch something kind of easy," you won't even think about this. You'll oh, well, you'll no, go back to I, something else. Well, no, yeah. I don't have access to it, and that's part of a broader. Um, podcast you and I need to have about the streaming landscape as a whole. But yes, I get what you're saying. You're taking a lot of left turns. I wasn't even talking about the streaming landscape. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, is it accessible for me to get to? Probably not. Like, it's not going to be on Netflix. I, it's well, not on. No, it might be. I'm, I just mean, like, I don't, I don't. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It Like, is this going to come to mind? Is this going to bubble up to the right. surface? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It, it's if you're going to recall it. 
Here's the thing. Let me say it like this. Say it like if this. If I were in the dating sense and somebody was like, oh, yeah, you know, I really, really love the movie Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. Would that give me pause? Yeah, it would. Oh, that would make me feel weird. I wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't know. If, if I, they were like, that was my favorite movie, I think it would give me some pause. I do have a new kind of uh, rule in dating where it's like, I am going to not. I am gonna. I am not gonna date a girl that loves Marvel movies, and like wants to go see them. See, so this is kind of the I would, same. I would. Av- I would avoid. I am gonna have to. I am starting to avoid that now. Like if somebody showed up to a date dressed as, well, dressed with like I don't know, like Infinity Gauntlet earrings, and told you, I'm a huge, oh, huge, Marvel. It's saga ab- it's fan. absolutely going nowhere. Y- same would, thing with like Star Wars. You pay or anything for dinner else. and just get out of there dinner calm down <laughs> um, yeah no but I, I just I mean I'm at the point you know you're using these stupid dating apps if it's like you know if 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 their profile mentions you know we could watch Marvel movies together let's do a let's do a Marvel binge you know let's watch all the whatevers I'm going I'm I'm saying no to that whatever direction is no I guess left yeah that's a nah I'm doing like I can't I'm I, I don't if that's that you know I, that's become a thing that I I used to like not care I used to just all grit my teeth and pretend but I I'm just you know you get too old to pretend and and that is a difference between the two of us because I do watch a lot of the Marvel movies but I you stick enjoy with it more than I do well and that's that's it that that's kind of where I think our our collaboration and conversations about these movies come from a lot of you know really good perspectives because. You know, I see how this is trying to capitalize on Quentin Tarantino. It's trying to capitalize on Marvel. It's yeah. trying. It's like it's like an algorithm wrote this movie yeah. to be everything popular that people wanted. Yes, that's exactly what that's this feels point. like, isn't it? It's a great point, and it's also what's a bummer is that I am constantly saying I wish there were, I wish existed, um, you know, exciting single like one-off movies that weren't part of franchises or or they aren't these overblown bloated Marvel productions and then uh, you get one like this and, and you and you it have sucks hope. and then it doesn't work it, but it's like even the thing i say i want when it when it you know uh, um when it appears to me i end up rejecting it because i just don't like it that's so, exactly this yeah Yes, like you're like okay. I want something that doesn't have to be like oh well. I need a I need to figure out the comic book version of yeah. this so I can figure it out or whatever. Or I need to read the book. Or it's it's just its own thing. There was a movie called The Nice Guys, Ryan Gosling yep. and Russell Crowe. Yep, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shane Black directed it, and it was an original idea movie. It was just you know, hey, yeah. this is a story I want to tell. Yeah. And they told the story. It kind of fucking bombed, but really, people love it. Yeah, it's a I mean, great it, movie, but I mean, is it, it didn't a cult, make the money back. Is it a cult classic? It is kind I know, of like because people. It's an audience favorite. Yeah, people love it. Yeah, if you talk exactly. to anybody that's seen that movie, or if you talk to anybody that's like a you know, in the in the portions of of Twitter that I frequent, which is usually cinematic stuff, people are bringing that up all the time as like a cult. So I guess it's got cult status now. Yeah, yeah, and. I think that that's great, but I think you mentioned this earlier and you did a really good job of articulating it. It's playing 
at the feeling that you get when you watch one of those really good movies. It's playing at the feeling of, oh yeah, like there's kind of a nice guys-esque feeling here. Like it's a it's a movie that is original and there's that. That's why it's going to be good. And it ultimately doesn't deliver on the promise. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Did I sit here and watch a lot of lights and get engaged with everything? Yeah. But even things like the writing. Yeah, even some of the ideas, like even the the idea, like the the ideas behind the kills were not that good. You know, you it's not even that clever. Which you you could sometimes get away with bad dialogue and lame characters if like the the mechanics of the actual like the assassination or whatever oh that's actually an interesting way to kill somebody that's that's at least like a fun you know if you're a dude that or uh if you're a person who likes um not even you know action movies or or kung fu movies or anything like that even if like the you know kung fu movies have bad Acting typically, you know, a lot, you know, some of the B ones. There's and, a lot of ca- like bad special karate effects movies of a dubious quality. Yeah, exactly. But you're, but if it's like, oh, that's an interesting way to utilize that ki- to kick somebody or something. It's like, it's like even though the even though this actor's not that great, they're doing the karate really cool, and that that redeems it. And it's like, oh, that was an interesting fight scene, kind of stuff like that. Even all that kind of stuff was bad. The whole uh, the girl character with all the bombs was. Made, made meant nothing. It was completely boring. Um, it, it paid off in. A, it didn't even work. It didn't even like happen. It, it kind of paid off in this really convoluted is one way to say it for sure. Yeah. But also, it was like, um, yeah, the the big and this will be the last thing I say because uh, we've already gone through our done our recommendations and said you said whatever you said. I've said no. Don't watch it. I'm right about here. All right. I'm right about there. Yeah, you can do a number thing if you want to do like four, three out of ten. Man, out of, thing is. out of ten, I'd give this like two zebras. That's it. <laughs> okay. No, like I, I'd probably, out of ten, I'd probably give it a, I mean, like four. If it, if you're in a, if you're in a hotel oh and it God. comes on TBS. Stop writing these people's lives. Then fucking watch it. It's, if not. Don't even fucking bother. If if he, if you have to exist in this crazy scenario that you invented, <laughs> then it's it, in order to enjoy something. Nick, you've been in a hotel work. before. <laughs> yeah, I only watch Family Guy or Impractical <laughs> Jokers in a hotel. Those are the only two things on twenty four seven across the country. Thank God for hotel TV, so I can watch Family Guy. One time, I was in a hotel. Uh, it was, this was one of my first times that me and my my now wife, my wife, my wife, uh, that we we went away for like a trip, and Super Jail on Adult Swim was on for like four hours. I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but we fell asleep with it on, and then in the middle of the night, it was on again. I nearly shot myself. Anyway, guys, uh, this is gonna be the. Uh, I thought you were gonna say you went on your first vacation with your wife and you spent the entire time super jail was on for four hours and we watched all of it like i didn't even touch her flew all the way to i flew all the way to napa valley california just to watch cartoons in a holiday inn there we were in scenic sydney australia right 19 hour flight (laughs) i Uh, stayed up the whole time yeah uh so last thing is um because the train 
is so essential to the plot. There's so much the the movie is constantly getting people off the train and then back on the train. It's like we got to have a scene where they get off the train to like, oh my god, are they? Is he finally getting off the train? Is our nash, is our long nightmare over? But you always know it's going to be about a minute, and then literally a minute, and then they're back on the train. Or it's a thing of like somebody got kicked off the train, and then they jump right back on the train, and the and they and fucking they, punch through a window. <laughs> they pull that. I think he put on uh, brass knuckles. Even still, that but thing yeah. was made to withstand seven hundred miles an percent. hour. Yeah, yeah, it's idiotic. But th- they just pulled the same. Th- they pulled the like, is getting off the train. It's get. It'd be like in. It'd be like in speed, if the bus kept making all the stops, and then it's just like. This bus can't. This bus can't go slower than fifty miles an hour, except for our scheduled stop every block and a half. But in between, we have to go. It just kept. There were so many opportunities for this just to all end. We've got to still keep going fast, but we'll stop. We'll hang out. Yeah. Maybe go grab a sandwich from a vending machine. So that, that's a very well, poorly done conceit. Nick, you you don't know this, but the working title for this movie was speed but the train takes all the stops and then they just decided to call it bullet train they called it the, after some test focus they called it yeah. the train that couldn't slow down yeah. speed. it's, it's speed, basically the one that couldn't slow down except for at all the stops it's basically the monorail episode of the simpsons where the it's just go the monorail is just winging around town south park was right simpsons did it first oh yeah it's the best show ever it, it was well besides let's get trashed on youtube by the way, guys, like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know if you need uh, T-shirts for uh, black throw blacks, uh, whatever we're calling the throw blacks, uh, whatever we're calling the retro show. I don't know. Oh, retro. <laughs> yeah. That's, first of all, retro movies are in the can because the they've can. already been recorded. We're calling that's throw fil- blacks that's, now. That's, that's film speak. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Let's Get Trashed. I keep saying that we're going to keep these short, and we keep going long. I have too much fun chilling with you buddy it's it really is great thank you guys so much for inviting me in clarence you guys like this is a you, all, i got all my staff here i got my producers they're over here we've got i got my producers hanging got jordan out. neil abe you just keep using the same all right <laughs> uh all right thanks everybody um like and subscribe feel free to follow me on instagram at nictazo drums or uh, on twitter at nictazo let's get trashed at get trashed pod all that kind of stuff you can find the show I'm trying to post more stuff about the show, but I'm doing a very bad job of it. Because um, really, the only part of having a podcast I like is talking to my friends, and I don't like any of the rest of it. I might just stop recording these and stop uploading them. <laughs> no, don't do that. And stop don't editing. do that. I might. We're just, all we're all here for you. Speaking as a fan and a friend, I might just have my friends over and talk to them, and then it goes nowhere else. Well, at the very least, keep doing that. But <laughs> throw on a recorder and let's get this going. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Let's get trashed. Bye, guys.